Spring deals at Ross will have you saying it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks. Like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online. Vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. Save 20 to 60% off department store prices every day at Ross. Items and style vary by store. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Find your certified yes for me moment for less at Ross. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding, Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. your comfy pants on i am feeling good i've got my plaid pajama pants on i almost wore mine and then i chickened out because i had to do a few errands and i didn't want that i didn't want to end up on like walmart.com you know what i mean (laughs) i I never i never want to be that girl i haven't left my house in three days i've had these on for two of the three (laughs) wow god that is a freaking dream i'm not trying to brag yeah but it's been great all right so while we're here, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Halloween is over. Yeah. Well, and hey, let's not jump right to Christmas because let's all celebrate the best holiday that there is known to man. And I'm talking about Thanksgiving. I will celebrate Thanksgiving every day of the week. No. What? On Thanksgiving. But until then, it's first Christmas. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Thanksgiving no, no, no. is it's so like, underrated. You know how Jesus. Huh. Rose from the dead. <laughs> Easter? But he was alive before that. Easter. Because you have to be alive to then be dead. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he lost me. <laughs> so, this is like before the crucifixion. Oh, this is Thanks- Christmas. <laughs> Thanksgiving is the crucifixion. Wow, don't do that to my holiday. <laughs> and then, How dare you? <laughs> so, I, I just want to celebrate it twice. Okay, I understand. Just like the life of christ yeah good so anyways welcome to our church podcast (laughs) welcome to church step over kanye this is the tuesday service without the airplane so thanks back to my butt crack (laughs) hey speaking of oh yeah No, speaking of shit, I fucked up last week. Um, no. <laughs> real quick. No, but real quick. You guys, it's Kevin Bacon. 
not Nicolas Cage. And why, I super appreciate all of you who have listened, but nobody corrected me. And so I'm wondering if you all just wanted to protect me and be like, oh my God, she's so dumb, but that's so cute. Or if you didn't know either. So in case you didn't know, it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Look it up. <laughs> not Nicolas Cage. not Nicolas Cage. I swore they were the same guy. It's fine. No, no, no. Um, yeah, but also... Thank you to everyone so who's much, listened. So like, much. We we are truly overwhelmed with how I, the response that we've gotten and how well yeah. you guys have received us. All the messages, like knowing that you guys are sitting in your cars. Like someone said they didn't want to get out of their car. And that to me was just shocking and yeah. and that they were going to catch up on lunch or they were looking forward to listening to us while they folded laundry. Yeah. In the bathtub. <laughs> We want to be with you. We want to be in your bathtub. (laughs) Let us into your bathtub. (laughs) Thank you for bringing us into your bathtub. Truly, but it's funny because all of those things are when I used to listen to my podcast. When I was going to school, I had an hour drive. That's when I started getting into podcasts because I was like, I can't listen to the same two thousands music over and over. Mm -hmm. The same old, which now, by the way, are throwback R and Bs, and it hurts my heart because I'm like, ugh. Those are still my jam. No, <laughs> Those are my old. Truly. Yeah. And they're like, these are old school. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> I'm still listening old. to Chingy. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That's seriously my Pandora playlist is a Chingy playlist. So. Thong Song Radio slaps. Oh my God. You got me into that. And I still listen I'm to that I'm telling one. you. But here's the thing. You can only listen to the same playlist 400 times. <laughs> and then you're like, <laughs> I have to listen to other people talking. Yeah. So. I want companionship. I haven't yeah. had adult interaction in three days. Yes. Which is what was happening to mm-hmm. me. And then I was like, oh, I have no motivation to clean. Or I would get creeped out in my house. Or bathe. Or bathe. <laughs> well, I just get creeped out in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird, you know what? It's, what a segue, though. <laughs> Speaking of things. Today we're talking about phobias. And mine is being in the bathroom. <laughs> bathing myself (laughs) you know what i would just like to take a little time out before we get into phobias to say that baths are superior to showers and if i hear one more person tell me that it's a medieval filth culture (laughs) i'm gonna lose it i don't care if bath moms are gonna give me some kind of infection (laughs) i want my bath water to be pink and sparkly (laughs) While I relax and listen Mine's to people talking, pink and sparkly, and I didn't use a bomb, so explain that. It's because you don't shower for three days and then you sit in your medieval filth. Wow, you think I shower every three days? That's so nice. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for telling the internet I shower yeah. more than I do. Yeah, you're welcome. World, you don't need to know about us. Okay. <laughs> this is why we don't have video attached. <laughs> for now. For now. What do you think of that? Let us know. Yeah. Um, or don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't. You know because what? Because now we just told them all we were super dirty and we're like, do you want to see us? <laughs> you guys, should we get in the bathroom? <laughs> oh my God. If we were like our first time doing a video and it's just both of us in the tub, like, we look like, like, like Keenan from all that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Oh my god. All of our nineties kids, please. You're Don't the be only jealous ones. of my French accent. You're the only ones laughing at that joke. I know. It's fine. <laughs> Phobias. Uh, phobias. So we did we we thought of this to- 
top. <laughs> it's legislation all over again. This is my nightmare. <laughs> you got a little stuff in your teeth. Oh, just kidding. Girl. You don't. Okay. All right. Phobia. Wow. Okay. My armpits are spicy. <laughs> I made a spit or drink everywhere. I'm sorry, you guys. Okay. So we thought of this because we were trying to segue kind of out of um, Halloween-ish Salem Witch Trials, but we also still wanted to, to be in that sort of... I feel like it still applies, you know? Yeah. We're taking you on a journey and like the next two, yeah, we've planned the next three. Oh yeah. So we are so, it's sequential a little bit. Yeah. So we're going, we're going down the list a little bit and phobias is our next stop. (laughs) I have only, you're welcome for that (laughs) metaphor. (laughs) I have a 12th grade education. (laughs) So So. suck on that 13th grade. (laughs) So I've always been obsessed with phobias because I remember this is again, a little trip to, I said memory road last time too. And I was like, <laughs> you guys, it's memory lane. <laughs> I was really, really nervous. Okay. So it memory lanes, copyright. We had to do the road. It was off brand. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to take you down memory Avenue. <laughs> Follow me to memory circle. (laughs) Memory roundabout. (laughs) We could do this for two hours. I gotta stop. Um, So when I was younger and I used to pretend that I was sick and stay home from school, (laughs) like we all did, I was like, I have a stomach ache. And my mom was like, I don't give a shit just to, (laughs) I'm not going to fight with you for the fourth time. And I'm like, I can't wait for your mom to hear that part (laughs) She's going to yell. I'm just kidding, you guys. My mom really, really tried hard, but there's almost, like, you can only do so much fighting with me when I was at that age. She was just like, I'm late for work. I'm tired. I don't care. If you want to stay home and fail your test, good luck graduating. No, my mom's So back to your 12th grade education. (laughs) My mom is a gem, okay? This is all my fault. (laughs) So... When I stayed home from school, I remember, sometimes I would stay home just for this, but Mari used to be on, you remember Uh, that show? uh And I was like, whatever, I don't care about the paternity test. Those ones were the ones that annoyed me, but I would look forward on like the, you know, Mm -hmm. list to see what was coming up that week. And the ones with like, I'm afraid of an orange. (laughs) Those were the best. Yeah. I remember one time this guy was afraid of mustard and they literally <laughs> brought mustard out on a hot dog and he was like throwing up, like <laughs> screaming, no, <laughs> running. And I was like, get that mustard away from that guy. Why are you guys doing this to him? You know what? Mustard is freaking scary. But you know what? Now that I think about it, I totally think that it's probably staged. Wow. At 28. <laughs> no. Do you think it was staged? Absolutely not. My friend was just on Maury. Right. Oh my God. Really? That's for another time. His name is Reggie. Okay, we'll interview him. <laughs> Look, he's very busy. Oh, well, he's on Mari. He, he's, he's also on the Steve Harvey show. Dang. All right. Well, um, so that I've always been like, can people actually be afraid of oranges? Which has always got my mind, you know, I've looked into it several times. And then I was like, we should talk about it. Because I feel like people want, we all have phobias. We all do, by I the thought way. of one last night. Yeah, we all have them. It, it, in this thing, it even says, like, we all have them. And most of us, most of us, like, 
over half of us have multiple phobias. Mm-hmm. So I used why to be not? afraid of Amish buggies. Stop. <laughs> I had a nightmare one time. Stop. Where the headless horseman was driving an Amish buggy. <laughs> And he was after me, obviously. And the next day I was on my way to do some kind of like summer workout for basketball. Mm -hmm. And an Amish buggy was driving down my road. No. And I'm like, um, what are you doing? (laughs) Why are you here? Are you coming for me? (laughs) Did did you know about this? Are you like together? So ever since then, well, I'm over it now, but I was terrified. And I remember driving out to a German club um, dinner and we had to go out to Amish country and nightmare city. Oh my gosh. I closed my eyes while driving. Oh my God. That's and there were people in the car with me <laughs> and they're like, will you stop? And I'm like, I can't do you see them. Wait, I can one up you because <laughs> please do. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Ask my boyfriend. <laughs> He's going to get mad about that too. Honey, listen, my boyfriend is amazing as well. <laughs> But I am a, I'm a one-upper. Okay, so when I was younger, this is not a phobia, I don't think, but it was a night terror that I had, and it was about the Brady Bunch. <laughs> what? Alice was trying to murder me. She would never. I know. Well, you didn't see the look in her eyes. Okay. So. I also didn't see the look in the headless horseman's eyes. Oh, my God. He doesn't have a head. <laughs> and, and that's why. Uh, yeah, so then my family used to torture me with that. Like, you can ask They would dress up as Alice and just... <laughs> no, they would turn the Brady Bunch on and it would be like, here's a story. And I'd be like, no! <laughs> Losing my mind and make them shut it off. Yeah. Seriously, go up my mom's side of the family and ask any of them. They'll tell y'all. <laughs> Why did I never know this? I don't know. Probably because I didn't want to be tortured anymore. <laughs> Quit telling me. It's so weird. Yeah. I don't know. I... Anywho, back to phobia. <laughs> yeah. So, would you like to begin... Can I tell you what I thought of the uh, uh, made me scared last night? Oh, absolutely. I closed my oh, eyes. Oh, I was going to start this with asking you your phobias. So. Oh, let yeah. me tell you. All right. Um, I used to be afraid of clowns. I'm not anymore. Oh, my God. Remember I used to send you clown pictures? I'm sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> um, and you would think that, like, the recent... Uh, clowns that were like just (laughs) that were just like running around town yeah was would have like uh stirred that up in me again but it didn't i don't know i got over that by going to cedar point (laughs) during halloween weekends oh okay that makes sense they had a specific area that was carnival and i just walked right through it um i was trying to get away from an ex-boyfriend of mine who worked there and he oh wasn't dressed as a clown. I'm not sure what he was dressed up as, but he rollerbladed over to me at some point. <laughs> and um, he had painted a, a pink ribbon on his face. Uh, my mom had had breast cancer, and he rollerbladed up to me, and he was like, this is for your mom. And I'm like, I got to go through the clown thing now. Like, I, I choose the clowns. I can't be here for this. Yeah. Um, so there's that, that. I'm over. I'm over the Amish buggies. I'm over the seagulls. Um, things I am still currently afraid of. Yes, this is what I need. Um, one I just developed last night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've just decided. That's, so that's a phobia. <laughs> yeah. When you close your eyes, uh-huh. imagine Do you, you don't like, have do eyelids. Why? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> you just 
staring. The only thing. Wait, I'm lost. It's so scary. Hold on. You're afraid of people? Not <laughs> or just you not? I'm just afraid of the image of me right now with my eyes closed, which is a while it's because I'm still staring straight ahead. So you're afraid of people with their eyes open? <laughs> yes. But but resting. That's really scary. <laughs> See? See, I'm asleep, but my eyes are freaking looking at you. Yeah. Do your eyes roll back in your head when you close your eyes? I've never seen <laughs> my eyes when they're closed. <laughs> so because if, they're, if they do roll back in your head, because like people say that, like <laughs> your, eye, your eyelids are like curtains. <laughs> what? <laughs> and your eyeballs are just like, <laughs> go back. It's like, show's over. We'll see you tomorrow at 11. <laughs> yes. Are they just staring into your skull? Into your brain? Down your occipital cavities? Okay, okay. Wow. Now I have that phobia. <laughs> Whatever that is. That's my first phobia. <laughs> I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience. Because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like gonna make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options yeah. for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm -hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches but there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off.
what is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One flex disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. (laughs) Yes, It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off flex disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code TANGENTS at flexflexfits.com slash tangents. Second one. What a banger to start off with. I am so claustrophobic. Oh, God. Yeah. I um, So much same. More so now than I've ever been in my life. Oh. Now I can't even watch movies where people are like in a tunnel together and one mm, person is in front of the other. That's one of my stress dreams. Yeah. If one person is in front of the other, or or this is weird, but like when I'm in like Taco Bell's drive through mm-hmm. where you can't drive out and oh. there's a lot of lines and the line isn't moving, I start to feel trapped and I'm like, yeah. bitch, you can get out of your car. <laughs> like, I totally could if I needed to, but I know I'm not going to and I yeah. think that's what freaks me out about it. But I'm like, oh my God, I can't drive away from this and it's I, I start to panic. Or like if someone hugs me for entirely too long and they're stronger than me, I'm like... I'm going to get to that. Yeah. Okay. So I can't watch people get facials. I can't get facials, but I can't Mm. watch people get facials. Like Mm -hmm. the ones, if they like wrap a towel around your face, I have to do that for school. I'm a hardcore mouth breather. And if you cover my mouth, I am going to die. (laughs) I don't know how to breathe. (laughs) I can't breathe through my nose. I think I have a deviated septum. Oh, for sure. I do. I can't breathe and eat at the same time. That's bad. I have spit out cereal all over the place because I've tried to breathe and chew at the same time. Oh, my God. So I can't watch people get facials like that. I can't get facials like that. Yeah. Um, we When we were in school, and I went to school for aesthetics, so it was we did a lot of facials. And the facials never bothered me, but we would do body wraps, and I could not mm, do the body wrap. Mm-hmm. I told them multiple times, I cannot be put in that, because they'd leave you there for 20 minutes. And some girls were like, this is so relaxing. I'm going to take a nap. I'm like, um. How are you relaxed? Literally, watching them be like that, I had to leave the room, because I'm like, I'm 
panicking knowing that you're confined in that little Mm -hmm. tiny burrito. (laughs) I didn't realize it, but mine started when I, I don't remember what, it was probably like 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. We were at my mom's friend's house and she lived in a haunted house. I'm like 99% sure it was haunted. And I went to the bathroom and the bathroom was the size of a closet. Ooh, yeah. And it locked. But it wasn't locked. Like, the handle moved. Right. There was no lock on the door, but the door wouldn't open. Mm-hmm. And the glass, it was a really, really old, like, Victorian house, and the glass was, like, so thickly paned that they couldn't hear me knocking on the door or the <sighs> glass, and they were outside. Ooh. And I... Th- I started panicking. Oh my gosh. I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And ever since then, like, I feel like my eyeballs are going to pop out of my head right now talking about <laughs> I it. I know it starts to, <laughs> and, it, and we're sorry, by the way, for anybody, for things that we talk about, cause we will probably at some point trigger somebody something. Cause it is right yeah. now trigger. I, my heart is beating so fast. Just imagining that for yeah. you because. <sighs> well, it was triggered pretty severely one time again this is also like a trigger warning because this is actually kind of a serious thing that happened to me um i was in a not so healthy relationship and something i do know about fear is that it's um an internal response i'm sure you're going to go into this it's like yeah. fight or flight yes and i, have a whole I about that actually. had an ex-boyfriend who knew of my phobia mm-hmm. and my issue with being um, contained in small spaces. He used to drive on the opposite side of the road, um, like really, really fast and really crazy just because he knew it would like freak, freak out. me out. Yeah. And one day, uh, and when I was in college, <clears throat> he on the bed, put the blanket over top of my head <gasps> and pinned my arms down. Oh God. And, um, I freaked like I'm, I'm like feeling really lightheaded right now talking about it. Yeah. And I, and he was like laughing. He thought oh it was hysterical that I was it's like a joke. Yeah. Like, like mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, because if it's not your phobia, you don't think it's that serious until yeah. you feel that inside of you. And well, he knew it was is. serious when fight or flight kicked in and you I couldn't, like I couldn't fly kicking. <laughs> and fight kicked in and he got somehow, I don't know. I, he got an elbow right to the eye. Oh yeah. And that's what I start doing. Literally. If somebody like holds me too tight and they're like, we're wrestling, I will immediately be like, let go of me or I'm going to start it's me to or hurt you. you. Okay. Yeah, that's like, how it's going to be. I'm going to hurt you and I'm not going to mean it. I'm going to, I'm going right. to feel really bad afterwards, right. but I'm going to hurt you. So let go. So yeah, that is, that is one fear that it has never gone away. If anything, it's gotten stronger. So yeah. Do you have any other ones? Uh, I don't know if they're phobias, if they're more anxieties. Well, we'll get into that. Okay, so we'll, let's get into. I think this we've a reached, more. you know, the yeah. end of mine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you a couple of mine, and then I'll okay. go into it more. And I have to say that because I have to say that the uh, well, let me do the definition first, so okay. that people know. So I have it written by definition: a phobia is a type of anxiety disorder defined by a persistent and excessive fear of an object or situation. The phobia typically results in a rapid onset of fear. And it, it's present for more than six months. That's how you know it's phobia, not just a regular fear. If you have this thing for more than six months, it is a phobia. So if you're afraid of it. Yes. Not that or if you're, you're feeling. No, but if every time that is around you, you start feeling that feeling. Got it. You don't have to be suspended in that feeling yes, for six months. Exactly. So this is the part that you'll know for sure. It says the affected person goes to great lengths to avoid the situation or object to a degree that's higher than the actual danger posed. For instance, 
when a spider fell down onto me when I was driving and I almost wrecked my car into a ditch. My sister did that. She literally, threw, she threw my car into neutral because she launched herself into the back seat. Literally, I, I, it fell down. I'm probably screaming into that because <laughs> that's what I feel yeah. like right now. My face is so hot just thinking what about a spiders. Horrible topic for us to pick. <laughs> We're like, this is going to be fun, and we're both panicking. <laughs> Listen to our hour-long panic attack. (laughs) It's going to be fun, we promise. We'll do it together. Let's get in the bath. (laughs) Let's get in the bath and panic. (laughs) Because that's when you want to be, when you feel these things. Okay. No, but seriously, that's... So spiders, I know I have arachnophobia. I know I have claustrophobia. And this says in here, if a feared object or situation cannot be avoided, the affected person experiences significant uh, psychological and physical and behavioral distresses, which I'll go into those more later. That sounds so, like everything I experienced that yep, day. Exactly. And it says, usually a person has phobias to a number of objects or situations. So this entire week when I was researching this, I was like, I have this, I have this. And my boy was like, you can't have every, every phobia. And I was like, I have it. <laughs> yes, I can. But, but for real. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get them all. I'll freaking Pokemon them all. <laughs> Here we go. Week two that we brought up Pokemon <laughs> Pokemon's a silent sleeper here. (laughs) So uh, here's one that I did not know um, because I thought, do you remember how I've told you this before because I really wanted to go into the medical industry whenever I was right Mm -hmm. out of high school. And for whatever reason, out of nowhere, I developed like I thought everybody told me it was just a weak stomach. Oh, you just have a weak stomach. You have a weak stomach. But I can handle like snot and vomit and poop and gross stuff well you went to esthetician school so you like to scrape dead skin off of people's faces <laughs> yeah Germs you stuff. love a good extraction <laughs> yes oh god pimple popping yeah love it love it pus whatever <laughs> the one thing is blood and mm. specifically needles into veins type of thing like mm. i'm getting a little lightheaded thinking about it now to talk about it we can't finish because she passes out <laughs> I'm going to try really hard not to, but that I didn't know that's, that's hemophobia. So it's not mm. actually that I have a weak stomach. It is a phobia. And I'm, I mean, I don't think I'm afraid of blood cause I've seen it, but it's specifically like needles into veins, like pulling specifically veins because you get tattoos Yeah, and you have no problem getting tattoos. Oh, it's, it's blood coming out of the body that Got bothers it. me, but I can see a pool of blood. No problem. It's specifically blood coming out of somebody's body, either by a needle or like a cut or something. Yeah. I'll hit the floor instantly. <laughs> so, so I'm dead serious. It happened multiple times. Very embarrassingly, like everywhere I go. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'll know that it's going to happen. So I'll be like, sorry, I have to lay down real quick <laughs> or I'm going to hit the floor. Yeah. Um, but that I, it's exciting for me to know that it's a phobia because phobias, specific phobias can be like therapy wise cured in a way yeah if you face them and whatever i mean you have to go to a specific kind of therapy to do it but that's good for me to know because i thought i was just like oh my god i'll never be able to do it right and maybe it's in my future someday hopefully is hypnosis one of those I don't therapies know. i didn't look in i that. have heard that people i bet get hypnosis is. yeah to not be afraid of things anymore or to like quit addiction or things like that oh yeah oh yeah i tried to hypnotize myself to give birth <laughs> I know. You told me about it that. It really worked for a very long time. You know what's the other thing? Like when I gave birth, seeing that was like blood wise was fine because it was not, but I could not watch it actually. They were like, do you want me to bring the mirror down? And I'm like, do you want me to pass out while I'm trying <laughs> to have this child? Because oh, do not let me see it happening. I got the mirror. I don't want to hear about it. I looked. <laughs> and did you ever see Jumanji? 
No. <laughs> no? I never have. Okay. Anyone out there, I'm going to show you the photo oh later. Okay. But anyone out there who's seen Jumanji. Don't do this to me. <laughs> there is, you know what? I'm looking up the photo. There is a part where this plant comes down. We'll put it on our Instagram, by the way. Oh, let me just oh. say real quick. Let's, uh, can we, <laughs> the picture? Yeah, we're not going to put any context. You're going to have to listen <laughs> to know what this photo is because I'm not trying <laughs> like Jerry's birth photo. <laughs> Jerry giving birth. That's the description. But yeah, hey, real quick while you're looking that up, I just want to say if you guys follow us on social media and also we love that you've been downloading and all that, but if you can like subscribe and anything to help us get ratings so that more people can listen would be great. I had to do that now because, you know, that's awful. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> So, um, it, there's this giant plant and it comes through the fireplace and it like, sh- it shoots this, um, vine out of itself. And is that your baby? The vine? I'm not sure what was <laughs> happening down there, but this is what it looked like. So we'll, we'll share the photo and, uh, yeah. You all got that good image in your mind? Okay. Let's continue with the phobias. You're welcome. There's your new phobia. <laughs> Um, okay, so the three different types of phobias are specific phobias, which is what we were just talking about. And then you have social phobia, which is social anxiety disorder. Mm. And then you have agoraphobia, which is, did you ever watch Shameless? Yes. For the people that did, that's what, uh, helped me out with her name. The mom that Frank was living with for a while. Oh, yes, yes, Sheila. Yeah. Sheila. That's what Sheila had, was agoraphobia. And I love her. Oh, I love her too. So hers was more severe. She could not leave her house. But a lot of people with, and I think she had mysophobia a little bit too, which Mm -hmm. is fear of germs because she had people put their shoes on and whatnot, or shoes and bags. So she probably had a little bit of OCD with it. Yeah. But agoraphobia itself is uh, more a fear of social settings, like big open or overly crowded places. Same. Yeah. I have that. Yeah. Well, I feel like I do too. (laughs) And see, we all have, we have them all. But for real... I think I have it to an extent. It's not as severe as some of my other ones, but like I can't, I haven't gone to Walmart in almost 10 months. I had a panic attack in Walmart the other day. Yeah. We had to leave. Because I mean, I've done like the Walmart where they drop, you know, they put the groceries in your car. I'll do that all day, <laughs> Yeah, but I cannot go inside Walmart anymore. Especially this is the thing I don't like about Christmas is like, I just went to go mm-hmm. buy my son a winter coat today. And even the mall is already like. Oh, it's crazy. So many people. For some reason, no one shops before November. I know. It's like they're not allowed. I know. And as soon as Halloween is over, everybody's like, let's go. You know what? If I'm not allowed to listen to Christmas music or celebrate Christmas, then you're not allowed to shop. Exactly. Until Christmas Eve. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or after Thanksgiving. Black Friday is the first day you're allowed. Yeah. Well, it's horrifying at the mall now. So, God, be careful, everybody. Amazon all day. Yeah. Well, that's what I, but you know, he needed the coat like now because it went straight from summer to winter in like (laughs) literally two weeks. So it was like 90 degrees two weeks ago and now it's snowing, but it's fine. Yeah. So I went and bought him and my kid, oh my God, grows like a freaking weed. So he was, I just bought him a winter coat and he's already mm-hmm. grown out of it next season. So, um, but I instantly was starting to be like, and I will talk about it a little bit more, but like social phobias have to do with anxiety, which is, you know, we'll, hint, talk, hint. we'll talk more on later, <laughs> but 
I could tell that I was starting to get irritated and like kind of snippy with my son, which I hate when I'm like that. But I knew that it was because I was starting to feel anxious because mm-hmm. I was like, there's too many people. We have to go. We got to get out of here. I so we went started to the bathroom. doing that a lot. Yeah, we went to the bathroom for a little breather and I t- took a drink of the water fountain and he went to the bathroom and I stood outside and just breathed. And then I was able to go back. We cashed everything out and we left and it was great. If that sounds insane to you, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, for real. I'm so happy that you can go into Walmart when and it's not super crowded. Full on panic. I have not gone to Black Friday since I've been an adult ever. I will not go Black Friday shopping. It is. I've it, never gone. It's absolutely. It's actually my tradition not to go. Really? <laughs> I think my mom went one time with us because there was like coupons and she made us like run around to each <laughs> opening and get multiple coupons. And that was like our job and it was so fun. Um, but. I was in high school or even middle school, maybe. So I can't remember going after that time because I was like, this is insane. I can't be around this many people. I'm going to panic. Yeah. So I used to work Black Friday because I worked retail, but I either worked. um, Sorry, for some reason, my throat is like closing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I might be panicking, (laughs) but I would work like the 3 a.m. shift Mm -hmm. because here's the beautiful thing about black friday is people go out at like midnight well now like six o'clock they skip thanksgiving dinner so you know what that's the real people you should be mad at not the christmas celebrators because those christmas celebrators (laughs) know how to keep a holiday holy yeah no it's the people who go straight from halloween to christmas that i don't like like give give thanksgiving oh is that what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) just said leave us alone i'm saying the people who go black friday shopping yeah and don't respect thanksgiving Thanksgiving. i'll respect thanksgiving on thanksgiving but until then what am i supposed to do make a pilgrim hat and make a turkey out of my hand you should start eating thanksgiving food from now to thanksgiving that's what i do i eat dry ass turkey turkey so many days a year i eat turkey every day (laughs) but I don't, you guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) I would work the time because people would go Black Friday shopping until like they'd get tired at like 3 Mm a.m. And then from like 3 a.m. to 8, there'd be like very little people. And then people would come in the morning. That would be my peak time. That is my shift. Yeah. I would go and I would work those shifts because I would just like fix the store. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, oh my God, this was mayhem here. People died. (laughs) But people are gone now. Yeah. So I can. (laughs) You're cleaning up the blood on aisle four. (laughs) From Susan punching Kelly (laughs) over her kid's Furby or whatever. Furby? Listen, they came back. Don't give me that. They came back and you know it. I don't know what I haven't left my house in three years. I know because my kid came up to me one day and was like, I want a Furby. And I was like, have we time travel? (laughs) What years? Me too. I get you one, you get me one. Yeah, like let's get Furby. And then in the middle of the night, all you hear is, yum. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have a Furby phobia. I don't want one. Okay. All right. (laughs) Back to the phobias. Yeah. So let's talk about the phobic reactions, which I think we have a little bit. So they're either psychological, physical, or behavioral, which is what I said earlier. Psychological reactions include what we're talking about, basically panicking, intense feelings of unease, foreboding, panic. You start feeling what you were talking about, you're like, Heart mm-hmm. rate, all those things. Oh, wait, no. And then this is the physical reactions include things like crying, shaking, sometimes vomiting, gastrointestinal yeah. distress. <laughs> Farting. <laughs> you know, or worse than that. <laughs> oh, 
which is immediately. I have only pooped my pants because I'm lactose intolerant, <laughs> not because I was scared. I would just like to make that differentiation. Thank well, you very much. I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I instantly have to go because there's a spider <laughs> or something. No, I'm just You kidding. see a spider and like, burr? <laughs> so scared. So sorry. I'm having gastrointestinal distress, please. No, Show like, some respect. <laughs> Okay, okay. And then behavioral reactions include any kind of avoidance, which is what we're talking about. So, like, we don't go Black Friday shopping because of our phobias. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's why I don't leave my house. Literally. Literally. I'm you just are avoiding. Sheila. You're <gasps> Sheila. Honestly, so I stopped teaching this year. Mm-hmm. This is the first school year I didn't go back to teach. And I think it's only my fear of being in public has gotten worse. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not in public anymore, so I'm not forcing myself to be around people so that when I do go around people, I'm like out of touch with it. And I'm like, whoa, everybody's shifty. Everyone (laughs) could kill me at any moment. Where are my exits? I like become a flight attendant. Oh, I do too. I I immediately try to find like, how can I get out of here? Oh, if I don't know my exit plan. Yeah. I'm not staying. Yeah. (laughs) If I don't feel I have a secure exit plan. I'm exiting immediately. I I have to go somewhere where I have an exit. Yep. Or I go home. (laughs) Where I'm by myself. Hey guys, and that's why we're here for you who also feel this way. Yeah. So you don't have to leave your house and you can hang out. We come to you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. You're welcome. (laughs) We are treating your phobias one episode at a time. (laughs) Basically, while discussing ours and panicking. (laughs) Let's panic together. Everyone to the bath. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, okay. So this next, this is important. Okay. This next paragraph. I was just going to put it's important to seek help. And so we're laughing about this. I need to say this too. I told Jerry that I was going to say it, but it is important to know that we're laughing about our phobias and phobias in general, because that's how we cope with fear and grief and a lot. That's how we've always coped. That's how we get along. So we have a really sick, sick way of coping. We really do. But we've always used humor to cope with almost everything Mm -hmm. in our lives. Um, And so we don't want anybody to think that we're making fun of or anything like that. I just wanted to say that really quickly because I know that like I was laughed at forever my entire like adolescent life and bullied pretty badly. And the biggest way that I was able to overcome that was to laugh along, which I know sounds like, okay, well, they were still laughing at you, but like laugh at yourself. Yeah. So yeah. It doesn't I, hurt as it much. It didn't hurt. Do. No, I was just like, yeah, whatever. Those things are true that you're saying. What do you want me to do about it? Like I have a unibrow. I'm not going to get waxed. I'm 12. <laughs> what do you want me to do about that? You know? So like, I, I just want to say that before I go into this, but so it is important if, if this is really like destroying your life, a phobia becomes such a like you can't leave the house for real, like Sheila or whatever. Yeah. It's important to seek help when symptoms interfere interfere with your ability to make money, maintain healthy personal relationships, and perform essential daily tasks. So they have things like exposure therapy to treat specific phobias, which is mainly what we've been talking about, except for agoraphobia, but like spiders and all that stuff. That Ex- sounds scarier to me. Exposure therapy? Well, it is at first, but basically what it is is like, and, and I've kind of been doing it myself with spiders. I told you that, mm-hmm. remember? I've been, there's a spider that lives on my car. <laughs> I've grown very attached to it because he lit, he has a little web that goes from my passenger side mirror to the door handle. 
and he'll make the web every single night because when I drive, it blows away. But he lives underneath or like behind the mirror a little bit. <laughs> and he'll come out and I watch him make his web as I'm sitting in my car. And I'm just like, you freaking go, dude. You know, <laughs> I'm proud of him. But I need him to know if he would enter my space, I would annihilate him in a freaking heartbeat. But I used to see spiders from a distance and immediately start to like freak out and panic and cry. And now I can get within two, like literally two feet of them or two inches or whatever. As long as there's glass pain there yeah. and it's not like on me, as long as they're not on me anymore, I really don't have a problem. So I think the more I've interacted and watched them and gotten yeah. close to them, the easier it's been for me. So I do think it works. I'm I think that's sure. how I got over like my fear of seagulls. Yeah. You just were kind of forced to be around them. And then you're yeah. like, oh, this isn't that bad. Because we're so close to the sea. Yeah. <laughs> We really are. There's seagulls everywhere. There's there really are. There actually are. <laughs> it's kind of strange. We're like, you, are you guys lost? Did I tell you there was ducks in my backyard? <laughs> and I was like, what are you? Are you lost? I thought you were supposed to be flying south. Get out of here. This is the northwest. <laughs> Get You're out of my backyard. My dogs are going to kill you. <laughs> I was very scared for them. Okay. Oh, it says in this type of therapy, the person is introduced to the situation or object until fear is resolved. So we, that's what we talked about. So I think the part that weirds me out about that is just, I'm imagining like a fear factor version of it. Yeah. So like they're putting like, someone in a throw 5,000 spiders all yeah, that on they just you. put your head in a box and they dump spiders on yeah, your head. And then, and then you they're like, don't one. be scared. You have to eat one and a cow's desk. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm not afraid of this. And they're like, you will be. <laughs> This is called We're Making You Have Fears. If you're afraid of the cow testicle, <laughs> maybe you'll be less afraid of the spiders. Pick your poison. Oh, my okay, sorry. That's me and my kid's new favorite show. I want you to know. We've started watching it from like the beginning, and he loves it. I, I think it's helping him a little bit because he's not mm-hmm. as afraid of spiders anymore either, which that's one of his phobias. I asked him his three because I went around and I asked a bunch of people their top three, and his were. Spiders was number one, mm-hmm. and then the dark was number two, mm. and then nightmares, mm-hmm. which was really sad. But it's probably because he's also imagining people without eyelids. <laughs> he goes to sleep and he just sees you with your <laughs> no eyelids. Listen, that's your new phobia, so don't even laugh. That's what my new phobia. Yeah, I thought you said Jimmy phobia, and I was like, is that the word? <laughs> that's it's my alter ego, Jimmy phobia here. <laughs> Let's get scared. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. So medications are not used to treat specific phobias, which is what we were talking about. Are they used to treat some? For social phobia and agoraphobia. Oh, that makes sense. Medications, um, a a certain combination of medications and counseling can be used for it. So how do we develop phobias? This was my main interest whenever I was thinking about the topic of phobias, why I suggested that we do it. Mm. And it was the funnest way, but it's also gets pretty intense, you guys. So buckle up and get get your notepad. Get in your bathtub. (laughs) Put your reading glasses on. Okay. So a few different ways that we can acquire phobias. And it's a bunch of big words, you guys, but I'm going to break it down. And it's super, I was like, oh yeah, that's so duh. But there's classical conditioning vicarious acquisition and inf- informational and instructional acquisition <laughs> so classical conditioning is first and like so an example of that would be when an electrical shock is given in a specific room 
the subject of the shock can start to fear not only the shock, but the room as well. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. For instance, with the fear of heights, the person on a balcony or a high floor in a building associates that with a traumatizing event such as almost falling from a great height, which leads them to their fear of heights. So bridges or balconies or yeah. things like that. are And, and there is, I think it's called like bisophobia, which is a fear of falling. And that's all based off of oh, sorry i just <laughs> bisons <laughs> i knew it, oh, knew it bison. i tried to hold it in but you said bisophobia and i'm like fear bisons nailed it next <laughs> i'm sorry it's basophobia <laughs> so not even right bison <laughs> fear falling <laughs> fear of bison all right so Vicarious fear acquisition is learning to fear something by watching others react fearfully. So this one happens the most with young children who watch their parents. Do you think that's why Noah's afraid of spiders? I know it is. I mm. know it is. Yeah. And I feel very badly. When I read that, I was like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Instantly knew that's why he's so scared because there have been multiple times, like the time I almost wrecked my car. I don't think he was in there, actually. But I've told that story so many times that he was like, oh, my God, my mom almost died <laughs> because a spider. They must be pretty bad. Yeah. So I've been trying to like we have these very beautiful, which I looked them up. They're called like something orb weavers, but they're house spiders. They they are not. They don't bite. There's no kind of... Yeah, they're more helpful than anything. Very much so because they kill mosquitoes and all that stuff. So we had like 14 outside of our house though, the one day. And uh, I brought him out and I was like, let's look at the spiders. And then I was like, look, this one... I mean, they were living there for like four months and we'd see him every day and be like, say hi to the spider. I'm trying to get him so that he doesn't freak out so much. Because I'm like, why was I freaked out so much yeah. about these? They're not that bad. And like... I think I was, you know, you're scared of like wolf spiders or um, brown recluses or black widows, the one that does damage. But how many times do you interact with those in your well, life? Well, I have no idea what the difference is. <laughs> so any spider I see, I'm like, you must be a bad one. <laughs> yeah. You're going to kill me. Awesome. I'm not afraid of spiders, though. Like, I will pick them up and take them outside. <gasps> what? Yeah, you they don't. touch them? Yeah. Oh, well, sometimes. Hell no. Okay, I'm afraid to touch them with my hands because I think their bodies are so dainty that you I don't will want to hurt them. No, I don't want to hurt them. That's I just feel like they're lost. No, they are. You know, I've my tried thought not is to kill them. I don't want to kill them anymore because I feel like they're just doing their job. Well, man. my thought is wanna... like, what if they have a family? Yeah. I don't want to be the reason that some little spider kid is waiting at the 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 door of the web and he's like, Papa, <laughs> where have you gone, Papa? <laughs> Come back, Papa. And I'm like, die, spider. So I'll kill your family now. <laughs> so that's, that's the only reason. Well, not the only reason. But that's like what I think of. And I'm like, I'll, I'll help you, little buddy. Meanwhile, his family's probably inside. And they're still like, Papa. Papa. Come back. He's like, I've got a new family now. I'm moving to Florida. <laughs> Papa. I don't need you, kids. <laughs> wow. That's sad. Okay. Um, okay. This part I thought was cool. So when a child sees a parent react, blah, blah, blah. I said, this reaction is fascinating because it is also observed in other primates and it's used as a survival instinct. Mm. So, well, that's probably where the fight or flight comes in. Eat well, but so a lot of like chimps and all that watch their parents react fearfully towards snakes. They learn that way. Don't go near those. They'll yeah. kill you type of thing. And well, that's like super instinctual though. They know that that's a predator. Yeah. And so they're like, either I have to fight it, but if I don't feel like I can fight it, then I have to run. I'm going to teach my kid then. 
to also freaking run. Yeah. And we're like, have you seen clowns? Because they're so scary. <laughs> well, they were, okay? They were. To be fair, for a second. Now, I when I was afraid of them, anybody. they weren't. I don't think they killed anybody. John Wayne Gacy did. He was a clown. What up, true crime, God? <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the fear of phobia is often increased, obviously, in cases where it was physically experienced, the first one, more than observing a fearful reaction. So mm-hmm. so that gives me hope about Noah a little bit. Then I, I hope that he'll be able to overcome his much easier because I don't think his comes from any traumatizing, like getting a spider on him type yeah. of thing. It's like secondhand. Mm-hmm. So informational and instruction, instructional fear acquisition is learning to fear something by getting information. For example, fearing electrical wire after hearing that it touching it causes an electrical shock. That's pretty basic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so those are all yeah. pretty common sense, but it was cool to learn the names. Yeah. But. Well, that one I feel like is when you hear that fear, it makes more sense because there's like an obvious danger yeah. to it. And the, you know, it's that, like don't run in the street because you're gonna get hit. Yeah, that you know that spiked like when Jaws came out. All mm. of a sudden, fear of sharks was spiked huge. And in you talked, you said last week when we were discussing this as a topic, you were like, I wonder if things like trends like that. And I think that's where that one comes in. Yeah, trends of fears because it's almost like be afraid of this because this movies or well that's what happened with salem witches yes yes now social media things like that people are developing phobias or fears because they're being told that they should yeah basically which is crazy so transitioning what's the difference between regular fear and phobia to meet the criteria to be a phobia there must also be symptoms of impairment and avoidance So impairment is defined as being unable to complete routine tasks, whether occupational, academic, or social, which we talked about with the agoraphobia thing. The... That's literally like me with my job now. And if anybody hears this that works with me, because people there listen, I love you guys so much. But I'll start to get panic attacks going to my job, and it's it's like I interact with people. That's my whole job, like, is interacting with people. And I don't mean to be like this. I wish I wasn't, but I think... Well, because it's a fear in different places doesn't mean it stops being a fear just because you go to work. Right, right. So it's like... It's not just... You're not afraid of Walmart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're afraid of, you know, that setting. So I'll start to feel it on my way, on my drive there. I'll be like, why am I feeling tightness in my chest? And like, I can't breathe. And it's all because like... Well, admitting it's the first step. Thank you. What's the second? (laughs) Neither one of us. I'll let you know when I find (laughs) it. Um, the avoidance aspect is defined as behavior that results in the emission of an aversive event that would otherwise occur with the goal of preventing anxiety. So basically like I, if I would quit my job, then I'd be like, Oh shit, this is yeah. a problem. But the fact that like there are days that I feel like that on my way to work tells you that it's a real thing or the fact that I almost wrecked my car <laughs> for a spider is a, yeah. Phobia. So do you want to learn about where this all happens in the brain? Yes, I do. All right. That's this is gonna be a bit long, but I think it's fun. <laughs> so I am not a doctor. <laughs> but I'd we like play to, one on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say that first off. So correct me, please, guys. If you have any corrections, I'm totally okay with it, but please don't be mean about it. <laughs> That's the only thing I ask. But please correct me because I know at some point I'm going to get something wrong. So let's go. <laughs> All right. The amygdala, 
is an almond-shaped mass of nuclei that is located deep in the brain's media temporal lobe. I sound so smart. <laughs> wow. Are you there with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right I know here. exactly where it is. Yeah. I just pointed to it. I'm it's like touching it. No. <laughs> I'm inside my amygdala right now. I'm, my eyes are in my head. I got it. <laughs> she closed her eyes, guys. Let's roll back. All right. It is responsible for processing the events associated with fear and is linked to social phobias and other anxiety disorders, which I'm sure we'll get into when we do that episode. So what the amygdala does basically is learns to associate a conditioned stimulus with a negative or avoidant stimulus, which creates a conditioned fear response that is seen in phobic individuals. So it sees it, it recognizes it, it sends the signals out like, okay, that's something we should be afraid of. Fear is like process there. Yeah. Sends the signals out to start the uh, effects that we feel. Um, the amygdala is then responsible for not only recognizing certain stimuli or cues as dangerous, but it plays a role in the storage of threatening stimuli to memory. So even if that traumatizing event happened to us in our childhood and we can't remember, your amygdala's got it stored. Great. Yes. (laughs) So there's a lot of other things I'd like it to store. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That's why I'm like, oh, good. (laughs) I couldn't remember anything in geometry class, but don't worry. <laughs> All of my fears are stored. <laughs> Great. All of my traumatizing memories. Cool. So it'll send out fi- signals to have phobic reactions when it's pre- presented with that again, which is why you could be like, why am I afraid of this thing? But something might have triggered it that made you so terrified that it sent that shock into your, that your amygdala was like, oh, fear. Yeah. And then it kind of just stores in there and then sends it out so you're an adult and you're like why am i afraid of sheep or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know but it i don't know why yeah it's just that one thing that happened so in addition that might to be me- why sorry that might be why hypnosis works yeah because it gets in there really it, I yeah mean, that seriously might be why so in addition to memory the amygdala will then also trigger the secretion of hormones that affect fear and aggression those hormones will initiate a flight or sp- flight or flight you know what fight I'm or flight about? response well that's what i was going to tell you is i learned mm-hmm. that there are just like there are primary secondary and tertiary colors mm-hmm. there are primary secondary and tertiary emotions yeah so fear could be your primary emotion and aggression is yes. the one that people are seeing well that's it's a secondary or even like a tertiary emotion yes um but because you're afraid you're now acting out and screaming yes. but really it's You're all not fear. angry. Yeah, it's all just fear. Well, so my son, when he was having behavioral issues, before he was he was diagnosed with ADHD, he was having like severe behavioral issues in um, uh, preschool. So we took him to counseling, and that was the thing that she told me. It, basically, we have to figure out what's going on in his brain because what he's how he is reacting is not necessarily how he's feeling. So yeah. we need to get into the root of this because that anger or that acting out is probably fear or confusion or frustration or anything right. like that. And it, he's, he doesn't know as children, you don't know how to process those kind of emotions. Right. So they come out in, in ways you do know how to, which understand. is terrible. I mean, I won't truly get into this, but it's terrible when then uh, as adults, we also treat those with anger and aggression because they don't know. And, yeah. and you, but that's a learned thing in you too. You yeah. don't know then yeah. how to process your emotions. Yeah. And so it comes out in a different way, exactly. which, you know what, that would be a great, great topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We'll brainstorm. After this episode. <laughs> but 
so now that we got into all of that, that's that's pretty much all I have. The only thing that I have after that, besides getting into actual phobias, which yeah. we will, is that phobias are the most common mental illness among women in all age groups hmm. and the second most common mental illness among men older than 25. So it is classified as a mental illness. Mm. Yes. And uh, it's pretty common because we're all yeah. traumatized. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we all experience trauma in some way. But truly, something that you as an adult can rationalize as not a scary thing happening to you as a child, obviously that's how that happens. You don't know that it's not as scary as it is, which is why I think trick or treat is so interesting because <laughs> it's fun and they have candy. But then, like, we walked into a haunted house with like like a three year old. Yeah, that was trick or treating with us, and there's like people being stabbed, all and kinds of trauma inducing things so happening. Much, and I'm like, well, and that's the weird thing too. As an adult, is weird. you can rationalize. Yeah, this isn't scary. Yeah, but because it's already stored in your brain, you can't stop the chemical from being released. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing with anxiety. Same thing with depression. Yeah. Yeah. Which I guess is why they would consider it a mental illness. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. I actually had no idea about any of this. I know. Isn't that fun? That's why I like doing it. Because I was like, this is interesting. And, uh, oh, here's another fun fact I knew because, and I wanted to say this specifically. Hi, mom. If you're listening, (laughs) this is for her because she asked me. She always says, I never had any phobias until I had kids. And I was like, "Eh, whatever. Well, having children is dramatic. (laughs) It is. But also, I didn't realize that certain hormones that you, hormonal Mm. changes you go through. So puberty, pregnancy, birth. All of those yeah. things can trigger your amygdala to mm. to develop phobic reactions. Hmm. Yeah. So that part was interesting because I realized I had developed worsening ones, like the hemophobia got ten times worse when oh, I had yeah. Noah. It was like, oh, I could see blood, but the the needle in the vein thing, like I could never watch someone put in an IV or I could not watch them take my blood, but they could do it. Yeah. I just couldn't watch it. Now it's like I literally have to tell them when I go to get blood taken. Lay me down because I'm going to pass out. Yeah. And I do it every single time. My sister is the same way. I was going with her when she was getting blood drawn. She did really well. I was, but she like had anticipated having the exact same thing happening. Mm-hmm. She might have exactly what, hemophobia. Hemophobia. Yeah. What is agoraphobia the one you were afraid of? Social outings. Yeah. Okay. That got worse after I gave birth. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one got worse for me too, but I was also on bed rest. So I think I just got really comfortable in my yeah. home. And I was like, <laughs> this is actually better. Why do yeah. I have to? And, yeah. I think I'm experiencing that now. <laughs> right. Which is kind of like, but it's, it's the same thing as like, you're not initiate, you're not around people all the time. So it's not, do you know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Like you're not facing it head on. Yes. Basically. So exposure therapy. I'm yeah. Not, yeah. You're not doing exposure therapy every day because you're not forced to. Yeah. So it's obviously going to get worse. I think it got way worse for me when I was on bed rest because then I started being around people again. I'm like, (gasps) yeah, (laughs) I can't handle this. So hit me with the most popular phobias. So I have here the top 10 phobias of 2019. Okay. Okay. We have, what do you think number one is? Number one? Yeah. I feel like arachnophobia or something. Like you that. got it. It is? It's arachnophobia. Yeah, I feel just like a lot of people are afraid of spiders. Yeah. So Probably because oh they're gosh. told to. I'm going to say some of these wrong, by the way. What do you think number two is? Am I going to guess all of the top ten? No, I just want you to do number one, number two. Uh, claustrophobia. No. Dang. Number two is ophidiophobia. How the heck was I supposed to guess that? It's a fear of snakes. Oh, uh, so, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Snakes is two. 
Acrophobia is a fear of heights. That's number three. Agoraphobia, number four. Yeah. This one caught me way off guard. Uh, Sinophobia, it's a fear of dogs, is number five. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I love dogs, so I can't imagine. I've even gotten bit by a dog. And I was like, I'm so sorry for entering your space (laughs) unannounced. I love you so much. Uh, Astrophobia is number six. It's a fear of thunder and lightning. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Claustrophobia is number seven. I thought it would be way higher on the list. It's the highest on my list. Yeah. Um, Mysophobia. This is a fear of germs, which I talked about earlier. And this one is often closely related to OCD. Yeah. Um, Aerophobia is a fear of flying. Hmm. And then number 10 is trypophobia, which we talked about a little before. That's the one I think is kind of on the rise because it's really... holes. Yeah, really. um, You see it a lot on social media right now. Palms. Somebody took like a plant that had holes in it and put it on somebody's palm, like photoshopped it, and people lost their minds. That's I like sponges. I've heard that's like a a thing that I'm seeing a lot on social media. So I'm wondering if that's one of the ones that's like a trend thing because people are seeing, oh, people are afraid of this. They're saying I should be afraid of it. The more I look at it, the more I am afraid of it. Which, and my boyfriend brought this up too. We'll talk about it a little bit more because I told him we talk about it if we have time, but I know we're running out of time. Um, But it is interesting because he said what about like things like nails on chalkboard kind of thing mm. which in the, you kind of have that same visceral response where you're like oh i'm gonna yeah. throw up or you get that i think it's that sound thing well and did he told me this which i thought was so interesting did you know there's like a theory that that the sound that that makes it could have been the sound that a predator made years and years and years mm. ago so evolutionary wise we developed a fear of that sound that then we'll have that visceral response to when we hear it is it the same thing uh, when I listen to people chew, probably well, the, I, that's the one I brought up. That's why, because he goes, you could talk about that then, and I was like, uh, I feel like we need a whole. Oh yeah, I have sounds topic. that make me just viscerally angry yeah, that I we, could talk about. We will get into that someday because yeah. I feel like we have to. Okay, so now I have weirdest phobias. Okay, so I'm just gonna them. hit you with a few of these because okay. they're amazing. Venistrophobia is a fear of beautiful women. These are real fears that people have. <laughs> I, I have that fear. I need you to know that. Beautiful people. I'm so scared of you. A phobia is a fear of teens. <laughs> I have that. I can uh, hate teens. <laughs> I have me. songs for all of these. That's a My Chemical Romance song. Yes. Which they're back together, emo babies. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> Anthrophobia is a fear of flowers. Uh-huh. Yeah, ecclesiophobia is a fear of churches. Mm. <laughs> Me. <laughs> um, genophobia is a fear of knees. Knees? <laughs> knees. One time someone told me I had low knees, and now I will never forget it. <laughs> if you ever see me, please don't look at my knees. I'm already thinking about them. <laughs> this one is domatophobes. Oh, domatophobia, which is a fear of being in houses. And I think I'm a domatophile. <laughs> Yo, same. I love <laughs> same. Um, nomophobia, and I don't nomophobia is, <laughs> is my motto for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, it gets better. That's the fear of being out of mobile phone contact. So when I read that, I looked at my boyfriend and I go, "It's because they're afraid of nomophobia." <laughs> And I think we just found our title. Yeah, nomophobia. (laughs) Wow. Um, Zathrophobia is the fear of the color yellow. Hmm. Oh, let's see what else. Torophobia is a fear of dancing. (laughs) 
a blutophobia is a fear of cleaning yourself. I have that. Same. <laughs> I'm Alad- afraid. I just lazy. Allodoxophobia is a fear of opinions. They said it was extremely rare, and I say it's 2019. I don't think <laughs> in the USA. He goes, everybody loves opinions. What? Oh, uh, they're afraid of other people's opinions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Social media. Um, okay, wait. Oh, spectrophobia, which is what my dogs have, which is a fear of your own reflection. <laughs> <laughs> and what? <laughs> Every adolescent has. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh, let's see. And then... Hit oh, me with one more. This last one is my favorite one. It's phobophobias. And it's a fear phobia. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most paralyzing one, I think. I know. Wow. Can I... Wait, can I... <sighs> yeah. One? I just did my own research uh-huh. because I, I took 150 people and... <laughs> She's I, like, I will be damned if we end this podcast <laughs> before. I did, I did a lot of work on this. No, I did my own, um, and I asked them what their top fears were. And were they different than the? Uh... Yes. So the number one fear actually was thanatophobia, which is the fear of death or losing a loved one, uh, death or dying or losing yeah. a loved one. Which obviously, I think I don't know how that's not on the top one, but maybe people don't think that they have a phobia, but yeah, I think it is. Number two was arachnophobia with twenty percent, thanatophobia twenty eight percent, thalassophobia is the fear of the open water, which I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah. Like, I've okay. ga- I feel like I've gained that over the years. Yeah. I won't go in the ocean yeah, anymore. Yeah, my ex-boyfriend used to be like, we would watch like the, the Discovery Channel, and he'd be like, I don't like the the scenes of like the big open oceans. He It was like, yeah. he had that response. And then I have the top four. Um, acrophobia, 16% is a fear of heights. And then the rest is just, that make up the other 20% is things like crabs is one person. <laughs> Bridges, um, being alone, Aww. mice, um, fear of fire, fear of water, things like yeah. that. Fear of the dark is on there. Fear of falling, which is base phobia, like I said. Claustrophobia was like, I think, 6%, something like that. And then agoraphobia, aphidophobia, snakes, that had a, cu- a few people. But I was surprised with yeah, the that they were different. Wow. So there we go. What another great day. That, was- that is the that on that. With phobias. All right. We're out. Goodbye. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission.
Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.